Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Uthie. Well, hey, Holden. Oh, oh, hey, Jimmy. Hey, are you ready for like a totally bodacious episode? Like, I really am. Why didn't awesome. we make this our cold open? You <laughs> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. so we've got a great episode for you this week featuring our review of Bill and Ted Face the Music. We'll also probably talk about the other two movies since Jimmy just saw them. Yep. yep. Saw all three of them within 24 hours of each other. Pretty so. crazy. Pretty crazy. Let's do it all. <laughs> <laughs> that one movie podcast. <laughs> Dump. The Toms, the Toms, the Toms, the Toms. First, Jimmy, we've got to do the Toms. Let's do the Toms. So Toms is a rapid-fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw is the highest, Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. Okay. <laughs> I was uh, making time because Jimmy was running over to uh, turn off his air, and he would snot back at his microphone. Turn off my air. Yeah, I'm I'm about to suffocate. I oh, help me. hold it. <laughs> oh, oh. There once was a girl. Okay, we're not. <laughs> uh, yeah. Adelaide over here, whatever her name was. Yeah. Uh, so first up. We got some a big thing this week. We, we don't have a ton this week, but we do have something pretty big. We have the Dune trailer. Dune. Highly anticipated. So highly anticipated, they put a trailer for the trailer in front of the most anticipated movie of theaters in forever. Yeah, Tenet. Tenet. Yeah, we were excited. We got to Tenet. We had heard there was going to be something before Tenet. We get there, and it's a trailer for the trailer. It's like it was telling us like September 9th, there's going to be a trailer, and we're like okay (laughs) why not just give it to us now but yeah we finally got the actual trailer for Denis Villeneuve's uh, newest adaptation of the classic Frank Herbert uh, science fiction novel I think it's Herbert Um, dude but yeah what do you think Jimmy looks good I don't know. I heard it's Game of Thrones in space, and that's all I've ever wanted in my life. Is so. that actually how you've heard it described? Yeah. I've I've read part of Dune, but it was a long time ago. I um, have too. The title. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember too much about it, um, and I, I do want to watch the David Lynch 80s movie, even though it's apparently not that good. Um, but yeah, I, it looks really cool. I saw some of the fight sequences from it. Like, you know, the new trailer, they have that part where it's like a little bit hologram-y or something. Yeah. When they're fighting. In the old movie, they just turn into like rectangular, like rectangular prism things. Oh, no. It's like (laughs) clashing. It looks so funny. Oh, dear. (laughs) You should look it up. Yeah. Or when you watch the movie. I'll probably watch it. It's on HBO Max, so... Might I don't want to watch it because I don't want to know the story before I watch this one. 
Yeah, that's true. And I, I mean, the problem with watching it, I guess I don't know like how accurate it is the book since it is only one movie. But like, I think that movie tries to adapt the whole book. So like, we'd yeah, also be it, the, the aim for this is this is supposed to be like the first half of Dune, supposedly. And then they're going to try to make another, even though I don't think it's been officially confirmed yet. And maybe it just won't ever happen. This movie's <laughs> this not going to make any money. No. <laughs> It's a shame because I mean I, I'm sure this movie will be great visually. It looks amazing. Like all of uh, who who's doing the cinematography on this is is Deacons doing it? Uh, that's a great question. Because I wouldn't be surprised if it I was want, Deacons. I almost but, am surri- I'm almost thinking it's not. Yeah, but but I mean all of Denis Villeneuve's movies have been very visually. Oh, wait, is this for the '80s movie or? It's oh it's we talked about this on the podcast actually it's a uh, Grig. I think it's Greg Fraser. Fraser, Fraser, probably Fraser, like um, <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Yeah, I think it's Fraser. <laughs> um, he's the guy who did Rogue One. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, and that's a good looking movie. And The Mandalorian. So yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, I mean, it looks it, awesome. I when it's I was got, when I watched the trailer, I was like, this looks like the Rogue One cinematography. I kind of thought that too. But. Um, star-studded cast. You got. Every every young woman's favorite actor right now, Timothy Chalamet, very hot with the young ladies. I was gonna say Zendaya, but well, that's every young man's favorite actress right now. Oh, I'm sorry, Zendaya. Holden. I'm sorry. Can't men like male actors? That's true. Female, I should. I should. Like I shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> I apologize out there, uh, but yeah. The two my, very, my favorite two, actor is Carrie Elwes. So there you go. I'm just saying. Okay, two very young, popular actors right now. You got Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya. Uh, you also got Jason Momoa, hot off of Aquaman. You got Oscar Isaac. Isaac, yeah, with his really good-looking beard. He's Timothy Chalamet's dad. Question I think mark, so. That's I what that seems to indicate. You're not old enough to be his dad, Yeah, right. Oscar, you look Oscar like Isaac's a, maybe 10 years older you than Timothy like, Chalamet. Yeah, you look like a hot <laughs> stud. Oscar Isaac, you don't have a kid that's like 25. You got uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Yes. Uh, hot off of Dr. Sleep. You have... Uh, and Mission Impossible. And Mission Impossible, yeah. You have Josh Brolin, hot mm. off of Thanos. <laughs> the movie hot, hot off of ant-man and his butt yep <laughs> uh it looked okay is that did gerard jason, butler do you say jason momoa? i did say jason momoa is that gerard butler in the trailer because there's the one the, the, one, the fat suit yeah person it kind of looks like him. i think it's uh one of the scars guard guys oh okay yeah i think is it alexander scars that's in this movie i don't remember Anyway, a lot of a lot of talented actors, some good visuals, some pretty awesome fight choreography from what it looks like. Um, a giant sandworm. Yeah, giant sandworm, of course. We can't talk about Dune without the giant sandworm. We were talking about it before the podcast. I was like, my favorite Dune adaptation is the uh, Alaskan bullworm episode <laughs> of SpongeBob, and I think they should just take Dune and push it somewhere else. <laughs> It's I, big, t- if Timothy Chalamet doesn't say that in the middle of this movie, I'm walking out. Yeah, if, I he, see, if he doesn't say this by the end of the second act, I'm walking out. A lot of comments. Oh, that's a SpongeBob reference for anyone who doesn't understand. 
but you should understand. I said SpongeBob. Did you say that? I said my favorite adaptation was the SpongeBob. Episode. Oh, my bad. Come on, Holden. Oh, I was I was too How busy looking up to see if it was listeners to listen if you don't even listen. Yeah, I was too busy trying to see if that was Gerard Butler. But no, you're right. It's it's Stellan Skarsgård. So my bad. Yeah, hold on. I actually They're do very, my research. They, for they this look podcast. very similar, Gerard Butler and Stellan Skarsgård in no, fat suits. <laughs> yeah, probably in fat suits. <laughs> Um, yeah, cool. Big, big worms. Apparently the worms in the book. <laughs> big worms. Yeah. What? That's going You're like, yeah, big worms. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, getting pumped up. Apparently the big worms in the books are like 30 miles long. So 30 miles. Yeah. That's, that's quite, quite far. That's Jimmy. longer than my commute. Wow. Cool. Wow. That's longer than my commute too. Wow. <laughs> that's um, a long worm. Yeah. Uh yeah, looks like I hope a good they don't movie. have tapeworm versions of those. That would suck. Can you imagine that being in your stomach? No. <laughs> uh yeah, it. Uh, I'm trying Broca to think from I'll me. Give it a Broca too. I don't think there's much more to say about it. Pumped we for only, it. Only talked about it for like seven minutes. Sorry. We'll, we'll see if uh we'll see if it actually comes out in December because of the next news, which was this came out like a day or two after the trailer came out, and in the description of the trailer it does say I think December eighteenth is the current release date of of the Dune tra- uh, the Dune movie, but then it was announced that Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is pushed back to Christmas, <sighs> which. Not only is that bad for Dune because, you know, it's, I mean, Dune's already going to suffer, but Wonder Woman is also Warner Bros., which is also, which also is (laughs) distributing Dune. (laughs) Uh, So I think Dune's going to get pushed back. Dang it. Either it's going to get pushed back or it's going to fail extraordinarily. (laughs) Well, I think it's going to fail extraordinarily no matter what. That's true. Because, I mean... It doesn't matter how good it is, because Blade Runner 2049 was excellent. Yeah. Universally excellent. Nobody walked out of... I mean, people walked out of Blade Runner 2049 and said, well, that was dumb because it was a long movie. Yeah. It was like... It's slow slow and kind of for the cinephile, you know? Yeah, okay. So, like, the casual people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, audience, for Jimmy alienating you there. It's just a good movie. How about that, Jimmy? It's a good movie, but, like, the cat... It's not for the casual audience, yeah, I guess. This is not for the casual audience. I, I guess. You should, see it. you should see it, though. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I think nobody's going to see it, especially when they see that it's going to be like three hours long. Yeah. And then we'll but, get never get a sequel. But, we'll be like, what could have been? But Wonder Woman's already going to make a ton of money. If it's coming out during the uh, Christmas spot, which I think previously the Christmas spot was being taken up by... Well, technically, it still is being taken up by West Side Story, but we haven't seen anything about that. So that's getting pushed back for sure. I hope that movie bombs. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I think now Wonder Woman's going to be the big movie this holiday season. Um, and yeah, it's just going to demolish. I Dune. mean, people are going to go to maybe one movie and it's going to be Wonder Woman. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the general audience is going to go to that over Dune. Yeah. And it's more kid, kid friendly. So Yeah. So it's got a lot of things going for it. Because Dune's got to be rated R, I imagine. I hope so. I don't know that, though. I would think so. Um. Anyway, what do you give Wonder Woman getting pushed back? Uh, Bombadil. Yeah. Because I, I wanna, I'm excited to see that, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, Bombadil. 
We're getting less and less movies coming out, Jimmy. I mean, it's probably um, for the best. Fewer and fewer movies. Holden. Oh my gosh! She was take an English class once in your lifetime. <laughs> Journalism uh, major. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. We don't. We're getting a lot less movies. Another one that got just fewer got pushed back. Movies. Fewer movies. My gosh! Another movie that just got pushed back was Candyman. Candyman got pushed back to an unannounced date in 2021. Um, the director says it deserves to be seen in like a community setting. Um, and, and so that's why, uh, she's really pushing for it. I'm pretty sure it's a she, maybe I'm wrong. Don't quote me on that. Uh, the direct, I'll just say they, the director is, uh, uh, pushing it to be, uh, seen in a community setting in the theaters. Um, and I'm guessing, I mean, it is a horror movie. It's not like super high budget, so it probably could make its budget back on like VOD. So if universal, um, like feels it's going to be good. That must be why they're pushing it back. Otherwise, they'd probably just release it on VOD. That'd be my guess. That wouldn't be a bad movie to release on VOD either because you could get some people together yeah. and watch it that way. Horror movies would be pre- or like horror movies are pretty good to see at home, I think. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to me, I mean, I'm I was personally excited for it just because I, I recently watched the first one and really liked it. Um and so I'm disappointed with that, but I mean, me, I, I'm interpreting interpreting it as that Universal has faith in it to do well in theaters, so that makes me hopeful for it being good. Yeah. I'm surprised that things are still getting pushed back. Mm-hmm. I just thought like the crunch for needing liquid capital would keep, have them stick to yeah. their guns here. I, it's but apparently they're not as... Uh, like needing money as I thought they were. It's difficult because like Tenet has been doing pretty poorly and New Mutants has been too. I mean, like relatively, I mean, of course due to pandemic, they're not going to make as much money as they, they would normally, but they're just, I don't think Tenet's going to make its budget back. Oh no. No. I don't Um, think they ever thought it was going to make its budget back. And so I think a lot, I mean, I I think it's just kind of disheartened. That's probably why Wonder Woman got pushed back. They probably saw the performance of Tenet or like, Oh, let's, Let's put this maybe in a better spot. Which is weird that Candyman wouldn't come out now. Like why? That's true. That movie's not going to make a billion dollars. Like why sit on it? That you could yeah. just throw that out there too. I don't know what money. the budget on it. Is. I mean, I assume it's not much. I'm gonna look that up right now. Keep talking. Fifty million dollars. <laughs> maybe they don't have budget numbers out yet. But yeah, you would think you're more lower budget indie-ish, not indie, but like lower budget stuff would be coming out now. So like all these horror movies that are like in the pipeline or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We were just, one movie that we are anticipating that I was just talking about is The Trial of the Chicago 7, which is, it's slated to come out on in Netflix middle of October. I think it's like the 13th or something like that. The trailer for that's actually coming out either while we're recording this or after it, because I was seeing that the trailer was supposed to come out today. I was hoping we'd be able to talk about the trailer for this, but that is something we have to look forward to. But a lot of these movies, we're going to have to be doing more listener requests, Jimmy. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm just going to give Candyman a bombadil. I want more movies. Yeah, I want more movies, too. I don't want to watch Shark Tale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too bad, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, Next up, the Tiger King show that we had previously talked about with Nick Cage starring in it. Remember that? Oh, He's yeah. playing Joe Exotic. Um, it's being it was picked up by Amazon this week. So it's going to be an Amazon Prime series. That's ironic. Since it was a Netflix show, yeah. Well, and uh, there's another ne- there's another Tiger King series being made 
two that's being put on Peacock. <laughs> Remember Peacock? <laughs> I have a Peacock account, but I have, I don't think I've ever used it. Is it free? It's free. It's free now? Yeah. Well, they have like an ad-supported version that's free, which okay. is what I have. But yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Anything? Any thoughts on a Nick Cage Tiger King show? We already talked about it. So, all right. Whatever I said last Bro-ca. time. Broke <laughs> Then uh, the last bit of movie news we have this week, and this is very exciting for me, is that Borat 2, we had talked about it previously, that the image of uh, him that was kind of, looked like Sacha Baron Cohen was filming it. It's all but officially confirmed at this point because supposedly the film is already completed. The film has uh, uh, also reportedly been shown to studio, like screened for studio execs already. And many people think they're trying to push it out before the election so then you can get like a bunch of bunch of young audiences to watch it and get their their minds filled with knowledge about politics or something like that i don't know it's very politically savvy i mean the first one was a very politically uh savvy movie um it presented in a very very silly and unorthodox way um but it's supposedly the concept for this one is it's going to be Borat. He's kind of become famous after the, the release of the last movie. And so he has to kind of go undercover whenever he tries to do anything, which makes sense because the Borat co- uh, character is so well known that it's hard for Sasha Baron Cohen to go out into public as him anymore. Uh, but it's apparently going to cover hot topics such as the relationship between Trump and Epstein and the government's response to COVID. That's that's what the what uh, what I was seeing. Wow. So, yeah. What do you think of this, Jimmy? You haven't seen the first one. I haven't seen the first one, so I'll go Bergeron I, I have no opinion. I'm going to give Brokaw because I like Borat. Borat's funny. I'm excited to see what this one does. All right. Hold on. Uh, but now we'll go on to a little bit more video gamey news. Video I got game. a few things of this week. Time we for talk Togb. About. Togb. Um, Our famous segment. Yeah. Time to put in a new intro here, Jimmy. It's Togb. And we're back. So. <laughs> Incredible. Talk is the segment in which we talk about news from the week of gaming. Gaming, where we rate the news on uh, the scale of three famous Toms. Togs. The Togs. Toms. Toms. There's still Toms. We're still just doing the Toms. Yeah. All right. Um. Anyway, now first we have PS5 event is happening this week. Yeah. Jimmy, see this Wednesday. There's a PS5 event on Wednesday, 4 p.m. We get a Eastern price. time. Yeah, we get we're price. getting the price. Uh, but they haven't said for sure if we're getting the price yet. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's all but certain. Let me pre-order but, it, Sony. Yeah, right? No, you have to enter for your chance to pre-order it. I already did. <laughs> what do I do? I'll <laughs> kill Olven. Yeah. Um, I'll t- give you a drop of my blood. Yeah, take the take the entry that I entered what in. What do you want me to do? Get a flu shot? I'll do it. <laughs> Um, but apparently it's going to showcase both first and third party games. No game confirmations have been made, but they're probably going to talk about a lot about like launch titles or titles close to launch, uh, like Spider-Man, Miles Morales and the new Ratchet and Clank have been, uh, talked about being, uh, so yeah, I'm excited. Broke off for me, Alman. I'm excited for this too. Broke off from me. Hopefully it costs what do you think? Bets on what it costs for okay. the full well, PS5. Well, we can talk about the Xbox now uh, for a little bit of discussion. So the okay, Xbox. Okay, fine. Well, well then, <laughs> since you want to talk about it so badly, I guess we'll talk about it. I don't it. want to. <laughs> I, we were, we, I got here and then Jimmy's like, oh, do you have the Xbox price down in the notes? I'm like, I don't care. 
but he wanted wanted us to talk about it's it. It's big news, Holden. I guess. All right. Well, the Xbox. <clears throat> so first of all, the Xbox Series S was confirmed this week. Was it confirmed? Or had it been confirmed, confirmed before? Confirmed. I mean, it was every. It was the worst kept secret in the world. Oh, okay. But um, I mean, but they showed it officially. The design yeah. of it and it's tiny. Device. It's yeah. a small boy. Uh, the Xbox Series X, I think it's all digital. It's going to be three hundred dollars. Series S. Series Xbox S. Series S. S. I thought that's what I said. You said Series X digital. I thought no. I said Series S all digital. I don't think you're. I don't. Th- I think. Well, you know what? Comment below. It's just below. the Xbox Series S, man. I think I they're know, doing. But it. I said it's an all digital console. I know, but I think there's a rumor that there's going to be an all digital Xbox Series X too. Yeah, so I think we're both confused. saying that what we're saying, and you know, I know we're, I'm just we're, saying, we're but the all di- all digital <laughs> is not in the name of it, and there's going to be an Xbox Series X all dig- all digital rumored. Oh my god! So that could was, be confusing. Oh Holden, it's not confusing to anyone. Anyway, the Xbox Series S three hundred dollars. It's a small box. <laughs> it's white. It's got a black fan hole in it okay that's what it looks like i literally do not care about this and then the yeah. series x is 400 500 500 yeah, so i'm not gonna hold on that. that's that's a big deal because the series s is as a third of the power of the x graphically but it has the new it has like basically like the same cpu or whatever and the ssd so think of like an xbox one x with just a better um, better CPU and the SSD. And it will it'll basically do all the Xbox Series X stuff, but at like 1440p and 60 frames per second rather than aiming for like 4K 60 or 4K 120. Wait, so it has a better CPU than the Series X? No, it has a better CPU than the Xbox One oh. X. Oh, okay. It's like a, it's like a in-between between the... Think of it as like a One X with an SSD and a better CPU. I'm not going to think of it like that because I don't know what that means. Or just think of it. <laughs> the, no, it's just a big deal because it'll be able to play all the Series X stuff. Yeah. But at almost half the price and it's going to be the cheapest console out there. And it's the only difference you're going to see is like the resolution. Listen, it does not matter because I'm just what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a PS5 and then I'm just going to have a PC that can play all of that stuff anyway. Yeah. Like I <laughs> like I don't need a no I don't I don't I don't I'm see no the point Holden, but one. not everybody's going to buy a PS5 like we are. Yeah, I know. Not everybody out there's a Sony fanboy like us. Okay, we are Holden. Sony fanboys. Um but I'm getting a PS5. What do you think so that 300 yeah. bucks for this series S? Five hundred dollars for the Series X. Where do you think PS Five and I PS5 think it'll be five hundred bucks. You think for the for I'm, the disc version? I'm thinking that was my initial thought, but I could I wouldn't be surprised if it was. No, you're right. I think it will be five hundred and then maybe four hundred for the all digital. Yeah, I'm gonna get the one with the disc. Or it could be five fifty, four fifty. Maybe we'll see. Who knows? We'll We're see. Purely Wednesday. speculate. Yeah, Wednesday. We'll have news. Did next you week. enter the? pre-ordered no i thing. didn't actually i think they're I was, just trying to um 
weed out scalpers because you're limited to one. So I think they want you to like put in your mm. PlayStation network ID, see that you've actually purchased something with your PlayStation ID. That's a good and point. So Maybe I should them, enter. Yeah. I, I, I'll just have to see. I might not be able to forward one when, when, when it comes out, though. Um, I'll give that a Bergeron. So you're giving the Xbox Series S the Bergeron PlayStation event. Brokaw? Like it's a Brokaw, yeah. I'm giving them both Brokaws holding because I value the consumer who's not <laughs> rolling in money like we are because of our famous podcast. See, okay? I'm a biased journalist here, so I'm uh, I'm only giving good good scores to uh, to the, the Sony stuff. Yeah, I mean, we do get paid by Sony. We and do. Disney, which helps fund this podcast, but... Uh, okay. Is that it? Yeah, I think that's uh, it. Well, no, we got we got a little bit more in gaming news. And this oh, is a little bit of a, con- a little talk. There's a little bit of a controversy uh, this week that came out. So, did you hear about like Control and its like new edition? Yeah, or whatever. Did, have we not talked about this? I, Maybe we talked about this off the. Maybe podcast. we did, but there's a little update for it, so that's why I brought it up. Okay. Anyway, if we didn't talk about it, so Control, basically. Um, well, I mean, we've talked about Control on the podcast before, but the publisher of the game, 505 Games, uh, released this new version called the Control Ultimate Edition, which is basically just like the Game of the Year type edition or whatever. It comes with all the DLC and stuff. Um, but they had claimed that like this was the only version that would have next generation ca- uh, compatibility, which has been like a really big hubbub in the gaming community right now because it's like... It's not like it's an upgraded version or anything. It's literally just a re-release, like a package of everything, essentially. So it seems stupid to like limit having this next-gen compatibility with just this one version. Um, but an update about it this week is that apparently the publisher like somehow accidentally gave users of like just the normal game the ultimate edition, like they just like for free, like they would go into the store. I don't know if this was the way it was in the U.S., but if you had down, if you had bought it digitally, the like just original edition, you could go into the store and just download the ultimate edition, like it said you'd already purchased it, which basically like means that there's no reason why like this ultimate edition should be any different than the original edition. So it's made this whole controversy even like hotter because people are like, well, it's obviously no different if like the PlayStation Store didn't recognize it as any different, like. But I mean, it had the DLC with it too. Of yeah. course, the one game I buy a physical copy of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's and uh, I mean, but I mean, even if you bought like I think the deluxe edition maybe had the season pass come with it. Yeah. And so in that, even that doesn't count. Uh, yeah. Oh, so just kind of to rephrase this, if you're confused about why about why people are mad, people are mad because they bought the game and all the DLCs yeah. for it. And they're getting told by the developer, like they supported the, yeah, the publisher. They basically supported the publisher when they released the game and when they released the DLCs, right? Yeah. And then the publisher's like, oh yeah, thanks for supporting us while it was in development. But um, if you want to play this game on your next gen device, you have to buy it again. (laughs) Everything. Which Which is is like stupid. What? Yeah. So that's why people are upset. Because that is stupid. Like. And they like you're rewarding the people who waited to buy your game instead of rewarding the people who supported your game. Exactly. Which is dumb. And they'll uh, they deserve to be roasted and hopefully they uh, will uh, 
bow down to our demands. Yeah, I think they just should. They should just own up to it or at least like come up with some weak excuse like, oh, it was a error. We didn't mean for it to come out that way or something. I don't know. Just We've, back off. Yeah, that in- intern in in charge of social media. Yeah, they're the ones who said that <laughs> you couldn't get a next-gen compatibility. They came from EA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a bombadil. I think it's a bombadil for me, too. Um, and then the last bit I have, and this, I, I don't talk about Switch news ever, so this is a little bit interesting. But uh, they came out, they had this big, like, Mario event this week, Nintendo did. Um, for their for Mario's 35th anniversary, and there was a little bit of a hubbub because I didn't even know he was married. What? <laughs> Peach is a lucky gal. Yep. Um, but yeah, there was this big, um, uh, uh, big news this week that they had announced a re-release of three of his biggest games: uh, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, they're going to be released in a, a three-pack on the Switch called Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Um, and it's it, they're not like remakes, but they're kind of remasters. They've got a lot of updates for the Switch and stuff. And it's, it, I mean, it seems very promising. It's the first like re-release of some of these games, or especially Super Mario Sunshine, since I think the GameCube was out. Um, but the big thing about it is, is that even... Like the the in print and digital versions of both of these games are only in print. Like you can only buy this game until March thirty first. Why? They're just exactly no one like why? <laughs> well, that like okay. Which I mean, I you know what? If it was a limited run of like of the physical edition, that's fine. Whatever I guess. And like the pre orders for that have been off like off the charts because everyone wants a copy of it before it gets sold out. But like the digital version, they're just stopping selling it after March thirty first. Maybe they just want the. Yeah, why would you not just do a physical only then? Yeah, I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I mean, it's like why would you, you not want to make more money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think their idea is that they'll just get this big surge of money, like, like in the fall now. Like, I think the game, maybe the game comes out this week. Actually, it was coming out pretty soon. The games came out a long time ago, Alden. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, the games that are in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's stupid, though. I mean, I might buy it though, because <laughs> I. I like me some Super Mario Galaxy in 64. I've never played Sunshine. I don't I've play only played Super Mario 64 on the Nintendo 64. Wow. Oh, yeah. What do you give this, Jimmy? I'm going to give it a, a, I'm gonna give it a Bombadil Nintendo. Yeah, what you're you going to buy it anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Holden's like, yeah, we don't have very much news this week, 30 minutes into the podcast. Yeah. Was, should we talk about the first two Bill and Ted movies here, Holden? Yeah, let's do it. All right. had our uh we've we've now stopped twice you've stopped twice yeah i, I haven't stopped. stopped at all have you not stopped at all no oh, i thought Holden. you stopped at least after the first one Holden. the first one was a uh my my system overloaded for some reason even though i don't have like chrome like destroying my computer or anything now i just have GarageBand open and i'm like watching it to make sure it doesn't happen again he's just making more work for me later yeah exactly thank you holden all right bill and ted Bill and Ted. Two movies, 1989 and 1991. Yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. 
Yep. Uh, two late 80s, early 90s classics, cult classics rather. Uh, not they were they received with uh, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter. Yeah, the leads. yeah. Keanu, I think this was Keanu Reeves' like big break. Um, the first movie. Neither of the first movies were particularly loved by critics, but they've received kind of a, a critical reappraisal later on. People like them a lot more now, and even even the it was one of those movies that the audiences liked it a lot more than the critics did. Um, so yeah, they're comedies. Very odd comedies, very unique comedies involving time travel and station in station <laughs> <laughs> and in uh, heaven and hell and just a mostly lot of stuff. Hell. Yeah, mostly <laughs> hell. Just a just a lot of stuff in these movies. Killer robots. Killer robots. You got uh, world ending catastrophes. You got phone booths that are time machines, which, by the way, I apparently heard that they chose that the phone booth because it was different than any other time machine that they knew, even though it's Doctor Who. I was going to say, yeah, I guess just maybe I don't know how popular like the old Doctor Who was with American audiences. Maybe they just didn't know about Doctor Who. Maybe just the future people were like. What's something that won't stick out in 1980s? Yeah. In 1988 or 89. A phone booth. <laughs> a phone booth. <laughs> Any other year. In the last 20 years, it's going to stick out. Um, But yeah. So I'd seen the first one before. And then just recently I rewatched both the first one and, and watched the second one for the first time. Um, But Jimmy just watched both of them for the which, first time. Which one do you prefer, Holden? Or what's your overall impression of these two movies, I guess? Um, So I... So I like these movies and I one of the reasons I like them is because they're pretty different from each other. Like they're mm-hmm. I mean, they one is a sequel to the other, but it's not just like a rehash or like the same thing happening. I think I like the first one more and I know like I think it's kind of a split opinion now because I always remember like I had thought people liked the first one more, but I've been seeing a lot of people say they like the second one more. But I think I like the first one more personally. I think there are parts of the second one that I like more than the first. I think I like the the side characters more in the second one. Like I think death is funny and I think <laughs> station is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I think before those two characters arrive, it's I did not like that movie very much. Okay. But the first movie was enjoyable. Yeah. I think both movies are enjoyable. I don't think I think I prefer the first movie but I don't think the movie as a, is as good as the premise of the movie is. If you know what I'm saying? Like traveling back in time and just yanking random <laughs> historical <laughs> figures out of their place and taking them on this weird time journey. Or yeah, yeah. Journey through time. I think that concept is hilarious. Um, and I like Napoleon just being <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, and Socrates. Yeah, Socrates. 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 Yeah, I like that. Um, and uh, so I thought that was enjoyable. Of course, I'm like the, his, I was a history major, so I, yeah. I appreciated everything that was going on and their their little jokes. There were a couple good one liners in there, but um, yeah, I don't. I didn't like love them. Okay. I would say, but I enjoyed them enough. I think I, in terms of something we watched recently, I think I enjoyed. And this is probably not the same for you, but I enjoyed like Gold Member Austin Powers. Oh more. no, no, <laughs> well, that's okay. 
but I think it's like, you know, it's similar, like cult classic sort of thing, but just a different taste and humor. Yeah. Um, I think like Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves are both awesome. Yeah. They're, they're great at their characters. Yeah. They're it's, it's interesting. I was like one, like Alex Winter is just like, he's stopped acting pretty much. He does a little, he did a little bit of acting in the nineties. Yeah. But it's for like the I most never part. see him in anything. Yeah. For the, and I don't, it's not even that he wasn't getting work. It's just that he kind of stopped. I think he did some directing and then I think, I don't know what else he did. Maybe some writing, but he mostly just like came out back for this third movie. But I mean, I think like both actors are really great in the original too, especially and good chemistry with each other. You can, they're, they're very, very good friends. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. very dumb. They have like a stoner personality, but they're not stoners. Like yeah. they're just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but then they use like some weird big words like bodacious. And yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> egregious and all those. Yeah. I like, I appreciated that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I liked the, the future people I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. Just all that stuff and how it's just silly how they're like unite the universe and all that. Yeah. It's, it's very, I mean, both movies are like, are very creative, like with their whole premise, because I mean, I mean, it's, it's such an outlandish and stupid, I mean, it's not something I would ever think of for like a premise for a movie, (laughs) like (laughs) having these two, uh, idiot like wannabe rockers they create the song that unites the world and it's pretty silly got some classic catchphrases in there um spawned from this movie be excellent to each other (laughs) and party on party on um you got classic lines like there's strange things afoot at the circle k (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like, and this continues for the third movie. I kind of like their approach to the whole time travel thing. Just like they know it doesn't make any sense and they don't care. (laughs) Oh yeah. I need to remember to like bring a, (laughs) bring a cage and hang it from the ceiling next time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's just there. Yeah. And then like, (laughs) it's just so dumb. But yeah. like they don't even try to make it make sense. It's just there's a lot. Of, I mean, you could like it's one of those movies you could dig plot holes in. Oh, and stuff, so easily because like, it's like if it's the future, then this happened, you know, already. Yeah. No matter what, like you know the end result, like you couldn't change it. Well, and it's like, and it's weird. Like, well, why if they go to the future, then why does the past just keep happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? like why can't they go back to it, the moment? Yeah, exactly. It, it's pretty <laughs> silly, but I mean, whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, any particular, like, scenes that stood out to you from either movie that you, like, that you liked or did not like? Like, for me, the, my least favorite part was when they first get to hell in the second movie. Before, like, when they get to hell to the point they finally meet death was completely unnecessary for me. And they go through, like, the weird rooms and stuff yeah that's like it did not add to anything yeah i liked i did like uh like when they're on earth and they're possessing people i kind of liked that because like the effects were really bad (laughs) and like it was kind of silly especially like seeing like the police commissioner act like bill and ted Mm -hmm. that was that was kind of funny um but no i agree like death is pretty great (laughs) in that movie he's He's, I don't know. It's it wasn't what I was expecting. 
I don't because I I knew like death was like a big character in that movie, but I hadn't seen it. So. Yeah, I I thought he was just kind of like he was gonna have that one scene where they're playing him in Battleship and that, yeah. and then that but was then gonna be just, it. But he's just there for the rest of the movie. And I, <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious, and I loved Station. <laughs> yeah, Station's good. <laughs> I liked the, like the effects of it too were like great. I thought. Yeah, and I was I I don't know if. I was going to look it up, but I think I forgot. It kind of looked like Jim Henson mm-hmm. puppets, but I don't know if it was. Yeah. But um, otherwise, like the princesses. and the I think that wives. whole concept is pretty funny. Yeah. Like and, the princesses. And then they become part of their band. Yeah. I just, I think it's, I mean, the princess thing, it would be pretty easy to just like not have it continue. But the fact that the princesses are still there in the second and third movies (laughs) and they're just like somehow accustomed to modern day (laughs) stuff like very easily. I think it's really funny. Um, Yeah, I don't I don't have a ton to say about the first two movies outside of that. I thought they were like enjoyable, like seven out of ten kind of. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, I think. What, I might give the first one an 8 for myself, but... Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I might go 7.5 or like 7.6, 7.5. Okay. You know, something <laughs> like that. All right. <laughs> Just the first one slightly more than the second one. Even though, like, thinking back to them, I remember more stuff from the second one. Yeah, I think I remember more from the first just because I've seen it more. Yeah. I. Yeah. And I mean, I do like all the time going back to the different time periods. Mm-hmm. I like the scene where they're in the where they're like, <laughs> I think. I, well, one of the things I think is funny about the first movie is them all like somehow cramming into the fo- the yeah, phone like, booth. How do they even? How do they get in there after like more than two people? And then just like at the uh, like the last time they're traveling through time, they're just like standing in it. Do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> which is really funny. Um. um yeah, I think that's all I have to say. Unless okay. You have else yeah, to that's add. fine. All right, let's go on to our review of Bill and Ted Face the Music, non spoilers. Yeah, so long awaited third movie in the Bill and Ted franchise. 29 years later. Wow, that's a while. Um, yeah, it's, uh, this is a movie I thought was, I thought they had been in production since like the nineties, but I think they hadn't actually talked about it till maybe the mid two thousands. Um, but yeah, let's, I mean, it's, it's conclusion of a trilogy really is, um, you got Bill and Ted back. They're like old middle-aged. They're it's like the Terminator dark fate of the, of the Bill and Ted universe. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they're they're old. They're they haven't made their song that unites the world yet, um, and so then the, the universe holding the, the universe unites the universe. Um, but they haven't they haven't made it yet, and they they've uh, broken ties with death. Yeah, they've broken ties with death, who had joined having, the band at the end of the second movie, having marriage problems. Marriage problems. They, uh, the universe. It's kind of like the t- time is kind of weird and folding in on itself, and they have a certain amount of time. They they have like seventy six minutes that they have to make this yeah, before song. reality, like goes away. Yeah, folds in on itself. Yeah, they have daughters. They each have a daughter. Yep. Named Ted's daughter is named Billy, and Bill's ta- daughter is named Thea. I think the Theta. 
something like that. Yeah. Theodora. Something like that. I mean, it's just each other. It's yeah. just the other, <laughs> <laughs> other name. Um, which is a fun retcon since at the end of the second yeah. movie, like they have the babies and they're like, oh, it's little Bill and little Ted. But I mean, it's they're They are girls. <laughs> they yeah. just named them like guy names. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, what do you think of this movie, Jimmy? I think it's my least favorite of the three. I think I have. I think it's on par with the second one for me, probably. But it's like I don't think it's like that much worse. It's kind of feels like a little bit of a rehash of the first one, somewhat. It's kind of a mix of the two. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I liked it more when it. I guess there's like a B plot in this movie that I actually found myself enjoying more than the A plot. Yeah. I think Which I don't. Talking about. I don't know if that was the same for you or not, but that was a surprise because I mean I hadn't even seen the trailer for this movie since I was avoiding it since I had the, seen the first two. Yeah, so I didn't know anything about what the the plot of this movie was or anything. Um, so yeah, I I was surprised to find myself liking the B plot more than the A plot. I think I did too. I think I know what you're talking about. We'll probably talk about that in spoilers because I don't think that was really indicated in the trailers. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got Alex Winters and, uh, or Alex Winter rather, and, um, Keanu Reeves, both back, both middle-aged Keanu Reeves obviously is a big star now, but they, I, I have actually kind of followed the production of this movie somewhat closely because I remember like, I think it was last summer was when they had announced that they were like in the process of making it. And like, they came out with this whole, like instagram video like together and they were like so excited like both of them are like so excited for this movie to be made and i love that i love Uh that like even keanu reeves like you know john wick got all these got matrix and all these big bigger cyberpunk yeah got all these bigger things happening and he's just happy to come back what you're breathtaking (laughs) um yeah and i think both of them are pretty good in this movie yeah, just as good as the other yeah. times. The I think Alex character. Winter especially. Um, I uh, Keanu Reeves, I think, is more... Well, okay. So I think Keanu Reeves seems pretty old in this movie. He but does. it's just because he doesn't have a beard. I think that's it. He yeah. just looks older without a beard on. Yeah. Without a beard on. Without his beard. <laughs> grown out. Um, yeah. And so I, he, he just seems a little older to me, but I mean, they're both, both excellent. They both really get into it just like they did back in the day, obviously middle-aged now and they're, they're man children essentially. (laughs) Um, they act the same. Yeah. Um, all of their families are like, I mean, not all of them, but some of them are disappointed in how they've turned out. Uh, Ted's dad especially is disappointed in them returning, which was, I didn't know was, he was returning. I didn't that actor. So I was like, oh, I, oh, we can talk. <laughs> I, this isn't really a spoiler, I guess, but the whole like recurring joke about their stepmom. <laughs> I thought that was really funny how that's, the movie opens up with her getting remarried again. Yeah. I think that's, it's like, it's really gross, but it's so funny. That, I thought, like, <laughs> well, it was such a funny, weird joke to begin with. Yeah. So I, th- I thought that was hilarious that that is how the movie opened. Yeah. I, that, that was really good. Good bit of fan service there. <laughs> um, but then you have the, the princesses who are now married to Bill and Ted and they're played by different actresses. Um, but then you have the daughters of Bill and Ted, uh, played by Samara Weaving and Frick, uh, Bridget Lundy Payne. 
Uh, Samara Weaving plays uh, Theodora Preston, and Bridget Lundy Payne, uh, Payne plays Billy Logan. Um, and I'm, both of them were great. I thought they were really good. Yeah. yeah. I, a lot of people, I think, well, mostly old people who don't, and are like, we don't want women taking over our movies, you know. I, I was seeing a lot of comments that were like, oh, this is just going to open doors for like sequels with the, the women taking over Bill and Ted. I'm like, no. I don't see that. <laughs> I don't see that. I mean, I it, they are very much like their their father's daughters, but they're they're pretty funny. I just love like like everyone else just disrespects Bill and Ted, but they like love them and yeah. like respect them so much. And they're like they're so into music and they think they're like genius musicians too. <laughs> like like, oh dad, you on the theremin? That was like next level. <laughs> Which yeah. I did like the theremin playing. That was funny. Um Yeah. Uh it's 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 pretty it's pretty interesting going from like because I watched the second movie and this movie back to back actually, um and it's pretty interesting just seeing like the effects like how much it, it's such a big jump and obviously because of time differences, um, and I like the, I like some of the new characters. I won't get into some of the characters. Yeah, I don't think we should talk about them. It, um, yeah, but it it was um. I don't know. I just like it was I think I liked it more as it went on. Yeah, I get that. I think it started maybe a little slow for me. The A plot the A plot of like Bill and Ted kinda their their whole thing is they're like trying to steal the song from themselves. That's in the trailer. That's not a spoiler. Yeah. Um, but they're they're trying to st- uh, steal the song from themselves because their idea is Which like, I oh. thought was like funny. Yeah. They're like, Well, I mean, hey, if you uh if you go into the future and just steal it from yourself when you've written it, that works. But isn't that stealing? It's not stealing if you don't if you steal it from yourself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I liked I liked all the different future Bill and Ted's. Yeah, that was, was really was good. Pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um, and how they'd be, they were just so mad at current Bill and Ted's every time. <laughs> for trying to steal and then they just fight with each other. <laughs> the. Uh, yeah, and then I, but I agree. I think the B plot is probably more interesting in this movie. Yeah. Um, just it's it's more entertaining. Um, yeah, I'm trying I to, I don't remember this. I'm trying to think if this one was funnier. Like if which I'm trying to. What am I trying to say? Like I'm trying to think of like specific moments when I laughed out loud and how many of them there were. I think I think I think I thought this one was funnier than two. Part- I don't know because most of the humor in this is just like amusing more than laugh out loud funny for me. Yeah, that's fair. So I don't remember because I didn't laugh out loud a lot during these, but I was like having a good time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I don't know. Yeah, it's a hard movie to talk about without yeah <laughs> without spoiling like jokes and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it feels like a very natural third movie. It doesn't feel like they just made it for like nostalgia's sake. Like th- I felt like that to me. Really? It felt very unnecessary. Like the the way the plot worked out, I was like, you did not need this movie at all. Well, I agree. In a way, I agree. Just because like two kind of ends, like it doesn't really need another one. But and like, it goes through like the rest of their lives. Yeah, but on the other hand, like. 
to me, it, even though it wasn't necessary, it feels like it like it wasn't just made for like money and like they wanted to make it. That's what I felt like at least because they even had. Like I don't the, think it, I didn't get the sense that it was made for money, but I got the yeah. sense that they just wanted to make another movie. Like yeah, they maybe. just wanted to come back and make another. One. Oh well, yeah, for I mean, nostalgia's I agree with sake. That. Yeah, um, but it it didn't feel nearly as natural of a sequel to me as two did, and it's. Same writers that were uh, as in the yep. the first two, so it ends very abruptly. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's there's like no falling action. It's like the climax and then the movie's over. Yeah, which, which was interesting. I was like, oh wow, we're not. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess they didn't really need it because they kind of like conclude everything. Yeah, I just thought there would be more like yeah. stuff that they'd show a couple more jokes before he went out but no it just ends it's like oh okay yeah but um you ready for ratings spoilers well yeah ratings first i'm going seven again i'll give it a seven too like i said the others are like 7.6 7.5 7 they're all right around there oh i thought you were sticking the second one at seven but okay i'm gonna keep i'm i have the second one at seven i think this one maybe i do like it a little bit more Maybe I'll put it in between. 7.5. That's, that's where I'll put this one. 7.5. Yeah. On to spoilers. Well, hold on. I'm glad they brought Death back. Yeah. Because I, I thought he added a lot of humor. And I think that was good and i liked how they like fighting yeah <laughs> and he was I, like so self-absorbed and how like the fame got to his head he's like he's like you wouldn't let me play all you played was 40 minute bass <laughs> solos <laughs> those are the highlights of the show yeah <laughs> and apparently the actor william sadler who i mean he has done other stuff he uh, gone on to do some pretty good things he like he was also like he loved doing the second bill and ted movie so he was really excited to come back for this one apparently disturbing lack of station though yeah right where was the station there's a station reference but that's not enough no i kept waiting for station to come back <laughs> uh yeah um what about what else what to talk about this movie okay the b plot which we yes. did like more um it's so it's their daughter's they're going kind of back in time to help their dads like write the song and to write the song. They're trying to get like a killer band. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go back, they meet Jimi Hendrix. They meet uh, Louis Armstrong. They meet Mozart and various other people, a couple people that may or may not exist. Yeah. Like mythical. There's like a mythical person and just a caveman, <laughs> which <laughs> I don't think is based off of anyone. I think it's just a caveman. Yeah, I was like, I that was surprising to me. I was surprised they didn't pick like someone actually from history. Yeah, for those. But um, yeah, I thought that was really entertaining because it was just like it was them like nerding out and like they were especially when they like first saw Jimi Hendrix. They're like, oh my god, Jimi Hendrix! I like the guy who played Louis Armstrong was great. Yeah, I liked him too. <laughs> like the smile. He's like, hello, young ladies. Hello, young ladies. Yeah. Um, and I liked how like the when Mozart was like dueling with Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that I just liked the whole shenanigans of that. What did you think of um the 
uh, Dennis, the killer robot. I thought that was pretty funny. At first, I was like, another killer robot. And then, and then, like, as it went on, I thought it was funnier. Dennis Caleb McCoy. And he's just like, my this. name's Dennis Caleb McCoy. <laughs> I yeah I think he's he's really funny and I I wasn't really expecting it um because I mean yeah at first it just kind of seems like a Terminator type thing uh-huh. and then he like accidentally kills some people <laughs> and he gets it's really like, sad oh. and then he kills himself <laughs> <laughs> and I like the whole like well, I mean we talked about it in our reviews of the first two movies but like <laughs> they just like all of the stuff that doesn't make sense in these movies, they just wave away. Cause like when they're in hell, like Dennis is there yeah. and like, which it's doesn't like, make any it's sense. Like, why are you, you're a robot? Why are you yeah. in hell? Well, like, and like they see some demons and then the demons are like, did you see that a uh, robot in hell? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all played off as a joke and it's pretty funny. Yeah. I just, yeah, I thought that the hell part in this movie was better than the hell part in the second. I agree. It also just wasn't as long. It wasn't which as was long. nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like it. And she's making the, well, I forgot her name. Rufus's daughter is calling her mom from hell. Yeah. Way to go, mom. You killed us all. <laughs> Hope your plans are working. Oh, you named the robot after my ex-boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a name. It's Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, what the heck? I like how no one, like, everyone's just annoyed with the robot, like, at, like when they when he's, like, helping them. And, yeah. like, when he's, like, apologizing to, like, everyone, they're just like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> or even, like, the nonsensical bit of, like, in the second movie when, like, Station and Death are just shopping at that electronic store and nobody even notices. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that kind of happens even in the first movie with like all the historical figures yeah. on the mall. Like nobody really cares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I like that. Um. What else? What else? We talked about the the future Ted, Bill and Ted's. The uh, best one, I think, were the the prison one. Yeah, where they're just in huge <laughs> muscle suits, like flexing, and they're like, oh, we. Uh, I agree with you. I I guess I couldn't like you worded it better than I did. Just that like it's so funny that they're they're just angry at them for being there. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, they're just trying to figure out how they're gonna screw over current Bill and Ted. Yeah. So they they can have their better reality, but it never works out for them. <laughs> and I like oh uh, I like Dave Grohl. Just <laughs> in Dave Grohl's house. He's like, what are you doing in my house? I figured that was like a. a some sort of disguise i did too yeah, I like, but i was i i thought it was funny that it was just dave Grohl. they're doing their medieval british ac- accents and then i looked it up like how big is actually dave Grohl's house and it's like pretty much just that house <laughs> i'm like jesus <laughs> i thought that I, it was funny though yeah it was funny um trying to remember other bits of the movie um the whole subplot with their wives kind of whatever it's yeah. it's like kind of funny i it didn't really amount to that much and no. again the time travel didn't make any sense i've been seeing it in a lot of reviews them just like people have been saying like it's all like fixed with a one line of dialogue pretty yeah. much like um it i do think it's kind of funny when they're in the therapy session and they're like Oh, we love you guys. Like <laughs> I in all and honest, Bill. In, in all honesty, Ted, I think you're kind of dropping the ball on this. Okay, yeah. let me let me have a chat. 
I, from the bottom of my heart and Ted's heart, <laughs> love, love you. you. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forget their names. But <laughs> love you, Diana. And it's whatever. Elizabeth and it, someone else. Elizabeth and Diana or something. Yeah, something like Elizabeth that. Elizabeth and Diana. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And so does and so does Ted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I like that. Um what else? What else about this movie? I don't know. Like again, like I've watched all three of them kind of very close to each other, so they are all kind of just blending in my head. Sure. So um I did think it was kind of funny. I didn't notice it the first time, but like when they're like when time is like like folding in on itself and everything and you see like historical figures going to different points in time. I thought it was funny that like on the like Delaware River like thing with George Washington, <laughs> Jesus. Like Jesus is just walking on water. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. And then he's like, yeah, Jesus with the cowbell. Yeah. At the Last Supper. I, I actually that was one of my laugh out loud ones. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And I like when I first watched it and it's like just it's like a line of dialogue that explains it. When I first watched the movie, I like didn't understand why like it was their daughters that make the song. I was like, like, why? Because like they'd been told they they end up playing like the guitar riff that ends up being the chorus. Yeah. But then it also like even if even if it's like technically not Bill and Ted, like the grand leader or whatever in the future at the beginning of the movie says like because she's like she ends up trying to kill Bill and Ted because she thinks, oh, maybe like that's what like stops this from happening. But she says something like, oh, Rufus interpreted the prophecy one way, but it could be interpreted different ways. And so that I mean, that kind of explains why it could be like their daughters or whatever, especially yeah, since their daughters have like, the same name. But they ended up like setting down the beat and then Bill and Ted came in and played like the chorus. So that's yeah. where I got confused. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. I <laughs> think too hard about it. Um, but they did the whole reversal of the prophecy thing of Terminator Dark Fate or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they kind of did that. But to a better degree. Yeah. <laughs> Hot take. This is better than Terminator Dark Fate. I think I gave both of them seven. So I gave that. I gave Terminator a lower score. Yeah. Um, Maybe I gave it a six. I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, these movies... It's it's they're like among those movies that we review that are just they're hard to review, I think, because it's just kind of like they're really dumb. Yeah, <laughs> so that's kind of all they are. Like they don't they're not. It's not like a tenant where I can tear it apart <laughs> and be mad at it. I do like this. They don't take tenet. themselves seriously, so it's hard to critique them necessarily. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then they, I mean they're not like they're also just like not bad movies. They're pretty funny. They've and, got a lot of passion put into them. And I just like how Bill and Ted are like just good people too. Yeah. Like they don't like the conflict is just mainly from like what miscommunication or it's just like a force that's trying to kill them. You know, aside, aside from in the second movie when uh, when Ted says something that's a little outdated. But oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> a lot of times I'm like, Ooh. I saw I heard that. I was like, Ted, come on. I mean, it's the it's whatever. It's old, I guess. Yeah, It's the early 90s. Yeah, I mean, even even the Austin Powers movies from late '90s, early 2000s, it's like, wow, this was definitely a, a different time. Yeah, exactly. I and mean, you could get away with things that you wouldn't get away with now. 
Yeah, Bill and Ted are good people. Somehow they have like nice houses, even though neither of them like have a job. Yeah, what do their wives do? <laughs> I guess their wives. Just I mean, have they good did jobs. have a number one selling record. That's true. So they could probably afford like a suburban house. Yeah. But anyway, and, anything else to add, Holden? Are I don't think so. All right. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Jimmy, I've watched several movies oh this week. My gosh. <laughs> um, one of the movies, and the best movie I watched this week, I watched a Studio Ghibli movie that I hadn't seen before uh, called Grave of the Fireflies. Have you heard of this one? Nope. So it's, I think it was among their first, I think it was released in the same year as My Neighbor Totoro. Have you heard of that one? Nope. Okay, that's one of their more famous ones. And actually Totoro, like the character, I think is used in Ghibli's logo. Um, but it, they were released in the same year, but could not be farther apart just like tonally and just in terms of subject matter, because like Totoro is this G rated, like very kid friendly, nice movie. It's a good movie, but it's, it's very family friendly. Um, and then Grave of the Fireflies is like this grim look at Japan in World War Two when they're like losing the war. And like it's these two kids like their their town gets firebombed and like it's them struggling to survive. And it is the saddest movie I think I've ever seen. Really? It's you haven't seen the place beyond the pines. That's true. That's a sad movie. But this movie is like I shouldn't say anything on here just in case like anyone doesn't want to know anything about it. But like if you know even just like the premise slightly more than what i said i feel like you'll know exactly where the movie is going and it's just like the most depressing yeah. movie ever um i'm putting two and two together here yeah um it's but i it's amazing though i and i think it's it's one of those movies that's like it's got i mean ghibli we talked about it with like howl's moving castle uh, miyazaki and, and the ghibli films they they like to cover anti-war messages, and I think this is probably the strongest one, at least out of all the ones I've seen. That's just like, if you wanna, if you wanna empathize with like civilians during like in a in a war, can't get much better than this one. Um, but yeah, I watched that. Then like flip side, I watched Mean Girls again, which I love. Mean again, Girls. didn't you just rewatch Mean Girls? I don't think so. Did I talk about it? I feel like you talked about it recently. Maybe I maybe I already talked about it. Uh, in which case, yeah, then I'm just reminding you that I watched Mean Girls. Um, what else did I watch? I watched rewatched Treasure Planet. I like that movie. You seen that one? I I have when I was little. Oh, okay, that's a good. I mean, have you like read when Treasure that, Island? When did that come out? I was Treasure. like early 2000s. I think I saw that one in theaters, man. Okay. It's like, it's pretty good. I don't think I've seen it since. I wish Disney would go back to 2D animation, man. It just like, those movies hold up. I mean, that one has a little mix of CG in it, but like it it just, I just think 2D animation holds up so much better. They need to do some hand-drawn stuff, man. Yeah, man. Um, Then I watched The Parent Trap. (laughs) Which one? The Lindsay Lohan one. Okay. That's whatever. Why did you watch that? I was with I was with my girlfriend. Wow. She wanted to watch it. 
Actually, I had said I, I I had said I hadn't watched it, and then I and I moderately kind of wanted to see it because it was kind of like a kids classic, and people like it. What did you think? Like, it's all right. Yeah. That's about all I have. <laughs> it's okay. Um, oh, another uh, a couple other cool things I watched this week. Uh, Who framed Roger Rabbit? I had never seen that before. I haven't seen it. Uh, Robert Zemeckis. I didn't know you directed that. Um, Robert Zemeckis framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, he did. He did it. <laughs> uh, Christopher Lloyd's in the movie though. Um, one point twenty one gigawatts. It's 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 pretty funny, and I it's it surprised me how like hard it goes into like the noir genre. Because I mean, I knew it was like a parody of that, but like they have a lot of adult jokes in the movie. It it treats itself like a mystery, and it's. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious who the bad guy is, but I, I do like kind of how they treat the mystery in the movie. Um, I also watched a movie, HBO. This is a, a HBO Max original, so it's like pretty new. Class Action Park. Um, Action Park, If for those of you who don't know, was like a amusement park. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Action Park? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Uh, Action Park, it was an amusement park in like New Jersey, I think it was in the 70s and 80s and it was very notorious for being just like the most dangerous amusement park ever made like all of the rides were like not built to code and they were so dangerous like people died on the rides and stuff and i mean even if you didn't die you'd often get like serious burns or broken bones and stuff like that and this whole documentary it's basically um like it the first two thirds, it's kind of a mix of the history of the park and walking through each of the rides and talking about injuries on each of them, which I found very entertaining. They told it in kind of a funny way. I'll have to watch this. Yeah, it's pretty so, cool. I know about it, but I, I haven't actually like watched, watched anything about it. And I think it's it's very interesting because some of these rides, I'm like, how are these made? It is incredible. <laughs> I mean, you have like one of the famous ones is like the cannonball loop, which is this water slide that you go like super fast down. And then it's like an, a totally enclosed tube. And then at the end, it has a loop. <laughs> <laughs> that does not work for a water slide. No, it doesn't. Um and so, I mean, that's like the most famous one, but, and I had known about that one going in, into the, into the documentary, but then they have all these you other ones that loop are crazy. around in a water slide. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> um, how, like, how would you even do that? They, how so, fast do you have to go for a human to loop around? Well, the water apparently slide? like you go really fast, like at the start. And so theoretically, supposedly you'd have to be going 30 miles per hour or something probably it depends on how big the loop is i guess they apparently had to like install a a, like a hatch in the bottom and top of the loop so then like if people got stuck if people got if people got stuck likely (laughs) if people got stuck if you weren't dead (laughs) by the time you just slammed into the wall like how do you like what's the arc you know like what's the size of the loop you'd have to like I don't remember how big the loop was you'll I mean you'll see if you watch it and my biggest problem with it is I think in the last third they shift tone I mean they they start talking about the deaths and they interview some of the families so obviously it gets more serious but I don't that's sad yeah and but I don't think it's like I think it's such a sudden shift and then especially at like the end I don't think they balance the comedy and like like grim tone like as well as they could and I think it becomes a little tone deaf at the very end. Oh really? But that's like my only I think it's like very interesting and like 
if, if you know nothing about the park or even just interested, like it's, it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, watched that. Uh, and then also watched blade. <laughs> that <laughs> I've was pretty never funny. Seen blade. blade is pretty funny. I think blade has a lot like people give matrix. A matrix is a much better movie. Don't get me wrong. I think, but people give like matrix a lot of credit for like influencing when did you see matrix. Well, I haven't, but I just assume it's say, better. I was going to okay, say, fine. calling you out. Yeah, I'm like, all right. I feel like we would have talked about this. All right. I'm assuming The Matrix is better than I, Blade. I would is that imagine. a hot take? The, Ma- the Matrix is a good movie, man. Okay. Take it from me. But anyway, people... earlier this year. People, like, give credit to Matrix for, like, influencing a lot of the action in the early to mid-2000s, but I think not enough people give credit to Blade. Because <laughs> I think Blade, especially in, like, the more violent stuff, is, like was pretty influential from what i can tell okay it just seemed i mean i haven't seen it it's really stupid but it's it's pretty funny i haven't seen it and i wouldn't lie about seeing it so nice (laughs) and then i've been watching boys season two how's Uh, that going very good very good jimmy i think you should watch it when you get the time four episodes i am i'm halfway through episode three right now but yeah how many episodes are there gonna be eight or nine there were eight in the first season so something like that maybe it's it's so good. I Jimmy, I think you'd like it. It's not just a generic superhero show. Don't don't get it wrong. Don't get it wrong, Jimmy. Don't get it wrong. All right. Yeah, that's done? it for me. I talked a while. Yeah, he did. What do you <laughs> what do you got? Holden, I watched the original Milan. Oh, finally. It's all right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's pretty good. Yeah. I would give it an eight out of ten. Like I don't I think Mushu is fine. Like I don't think Mushu really added anything. I'm not gonna be yeah. sad when Mushu's not in the live action movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I think Donkey from Shrek is just a better version of Mushu. I mean, because it's Eddie Murphy. I mean, it's literally this like the same character though. Yeah, like, it's like I'm like I did not because re- I don't know anything about movies I haven't seen. Yeah. <laughs> For people who don't know, <laughs> if I haven't seen it and it came out like five years ago or longer ago, I don't know anything about the movie and sure. I don't look anything up beforehand. So I don't like, I didn't even know Mulan was like a legend in China. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, the music's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like I just have no nostalgia with it. So I don't either. Um, and I did, I thought the animation was beautiful. Um, Story. Got that like avalanche scene. Yeah. Very good. The story was good. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was a solid movie. Yeah, it's a but I don't think it was like as amazing as some people say it is. It's a Disney movie where the driving motivation isn't the parents being dead. Yeah, that's nice to see. The parents are alive. <laughs> yeah, I really liked the dad and the grandma. Yeah. <laughs> the grandma at the end of the movie she's like i'll be going off to war now too when she sees uh shang lee or whatever the guy's name is oh yeah come back he's one of the he's one of the better looking disney princes I gotta say. okay jimmy all right <laughs> he's got he's got big pecs man <laughs> he, he also doesn't wear a shirt very often that's he's, true he is shirtless a lot in this movie yeah so yeah well, Saw Mulan, so I'm ready to see the new one in December. In December, yeah, so I'm not we'll paying thirty dollars. Yeah, apparently it's all right. Yeah, I mean it looks cool. Yeah, I uh, think. I mean, neither of us have like nostalgia for Mulan because I just watched it. I think for full for the first time, at least that I remember. 
um, earlier in the year. So like, I mean, I liked it. I don't, I don't have like a ton of nostalgia for it though. Yeah. And, we'll see. uh, here's something Holden. I've been, I think I mentioned that I got the demo of everybody's golf VR last week. This week there's a huge P- PSVR sale going on. Okay. So it was like, it's normally like $30. It was like $9 or something. So I'm like, I'll get that because this game's fun. This is like, I've never been more frustrated by a game, I don't think, because the gameplay is super fun. But the presentation of the game is so annoying. (laughs) Why? It's all these unskippable scenes with like your hyper-sexualized Japanese caddy I'm like, I don't want this. Like, I just want to play golf. Yeah. The game, the game, the the actual like physics of the it's excellent. It's like I'm feel like I'm getting better at golf. Like, if I went golfing right now, it's hard. Like, it's like like you have to actually like line up the putt and hit the ball like well and like it, believe it or not, and like you can get a draw or like I was doing like a practice range. I'm like, oh, like this is why I slice the ball. Oh, yeah. I need to hit it more like this. So I'm like. Like I'm better at, at golf in real life now, but you know I probably won't be. So like the game itself is fun, but like they like it takes you like ten minutes or it just takes like two minutes to get into the game, and then your caddy is just like talking at you the whole time, and you can't turn them off. You can't. No, and they're like t- they'll talk when you're hitting the ball and like when you're putting, and it's like give it a little power and stuff like that, and it's like I don't. I don't want you, okay? I just yeah. want to play the game. And, like, it's just weird. I don't understand why can't you turn... I can't turn you off. Why did they put so much effort into making this part of the game when they did not need it? Yeah. Like, it is hurting the game to have this in here. Yeah. And, oh, I, I forgot. I almost forgot about this. So, you buy the game. Everything is, like, locked. At the beginning, like you cannot, it comes with three courses. You have to unlock the courses. And okay. like, I'm not, I'm not joking. Like you have to play the game for at least two hours to unlock like one course, then an extra course. Mm. And like, you can't even play more than three holes when you first get the game. Okay. Which is like, <laughs> I bought the game. Like, yeah. <laughs> why can I not play another course? I mean, yeah. I get the point of unlocking stuff, but. I know, but like, it's like, why can't I just? I mean, I guess there's some Nintendo game, like Mario Kart. It's yeah. kind of like that. But it's like, dude, you're a golf VR game. Yeah. Like, can you I don't just, need to unlock it. <laughs> you shouldn't well, need to. No. And then, like, <laughs> another just weird thing is that your like, drive is limited to 230 yards, which is like, okay, whatever. But like, Literally, a professional who who drives the ball 350 yards would play this game, and they'd only be able to drive it 230 yards because that's what the game like caps you at, mm. which is just dumb. I don't like. I don't understand. It's just weird. Yeah. It's a very fun game with all these really, really, really annoying things in it. Sure, sure. So that was my little rant about that. <laughs> and then um, I've been watching the leftovers. The leftovers. Oh yeah. I'm I've got four episodes left. Wow. So maybe we could review that next week, huh? Okay. Yeah. I've got some thoughts on it. Yeah. And they're not all positive. <laughs> I don't 
I think it's fine as a show. All right. Unless these last four episodes knock my socks off. Are they going to, Holden? I think it, I, I like the way it ends. I just, I have very like specific problems with it, especially like, cause for, I compare it to Lost cause that's the other Damon Lindelof show I've yeah. watched. And even though like overall quality, I think Leftovers better is better. There are specific reasons I like Lost more. Okay. And that lost has resonated. Yeah, we can try to we can try to review it. I have only seen it all once, and it was like a year and a half ago to two years ago. But we, yeah, we can try. Yeah. Um, other than that, I guess I haven't been watching as much BoJack Horseman lately. But that's I don't know exactly why, but I really am enjoying it still. I still like season one the best, and I'm like, damn, controversial opinion over season two, which of the two I've seen so. Yeah. There we go. I think that's it. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think next week, what do we have in the queue, Jimmy? Let's just do the leftovers. Let's just the, the leftovers? Yep. Why? Because I have a full-time job. Okay. Jimmy. I'm not watching. I'm not setting aside an hour and a half to watch Shark Tale this week. Golden. Jimmy. Ugh. Fine, we might just do the leftovers next week. Um, yeah, so you can watch a recap video online. Oh my god, I'll just read the Wikipedia synopsis of every episode. That seems like a lot more work. Yeah, I feel like I'd get more information though. Um, yeah, so we'll do that. Uh, but be sure to show send us some more requests. We want more requests. We don't, we're, we're going to be watching Shark Tale. We don't want to watch Shark Tale, but we will watch it if you request it. It already has been requested. Well, you could do it for any movie. Want to want us to watch Over the Hedge? We'll watch Over the Hedge. <laughs> want us to watch uh, uh, Agent Cody Banks 2 Destination London? <laughs> we'll watch Agent Cody Banks 2 Destination Can London. Can you even find that online? Is it on Disney Plus? I hope so. Want yeah. us to watch Big Fat Liar? We'll watch Big Fat Liar. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that one. I'm just naming uh, movies with Frankie Muniz in them. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay. So send us requests on toppodcast at gmail.com or on Patreon or or leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook. We'll be there. We'll be posting. Uh, Yeah, I think that's... Pretty much it. Anything else, Jimmy? Nope. Okay. How about you? Uh, we this week in honor of Bill and Ted, you uh, you do the be excellent to each other, and I'll do the the party on dudes. All right. All right. Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes.